Good morning, City Church, or good afternoon, or good evening, whenever you find yourself listening to this podcast. You know, I went out, ventured out grocery shopping yesterday to pick up a few things. And when I was particularly at Walmart, I picked up, I think, four pounds of ground beef. And I put it in my cart, and I went to check out, and I noticed something there at the self-checkout. And there was a young lady standing there. And she said, you can only have one of these. And I, I felt myself getting defensive, felt myself thinking about what my rights are. You know, if I want to get four pounds of ground beef, it's going to be beautiful tomorrow. I want to grill out and I want to have enough for my family. And then behind her, she was guarding paper towels and toilet paper where I assume that others had gotten more than they needed for themselves or more than Walmart is allowing right now, and uh, she had to remove some from that. In that moment, I was feeling the pull and having to make a choice between having a mindset of generosity or a mindset of abundance, that there is enough, that God will provide enough, or a mindset of scarcity. That there's not enough, and I need to get for myself. So our, our meditation this morning is going to be on a couple of different passages of Scripture. I just want to show you this mindset of abundance and life. You know, Jesus and John talks about the abundant life, and um, that of scarcity. There is not enough, and so I need to get for myself. So we're going to start in Genesis um, in the beginning, the way that God created the world, in Genesis 1, verse 28, speaking of the humans that he just made, the scripture says, God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it. Rule the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, and every creature that crawls on the earth. God also said, Look, I have given you every seed-bearing plant on the surface of the entire earth, and every tree whose fruit contains seed, this will be food for you. For all the wildlife of the earth, for every bird of the sky, and for every creature that crawls on the earth, everything having breath of life in it, I have given every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw that all he had made, God saw all he had made, and it was very good indeed. So that's Genesis 2. I'm sorry, that's Genesis 1. Um, listen to those commands. Be fruitful multiply, fill the earth. Those are commands of being generous and overflowing and abundant. And indeed, we are made in the image of God, so we are patterned after God's abundant and overflowing nature. You see, I have given you, I have given you, I have given life, I've given you every plant to for food. Notice, I just might add that it says for food, not to smoke, just in case any of you are looking forward to April 20th. Um, carrying on. Now, I want you to look at the temptation, Genesis 3. Notice the temptation, Genesis chapter 3. Now the serpent was the most cunning of all the wild animals that the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Did God really say you can't eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, Well, we may eat the fruit from the trees in the garden, but about the fruit of the tree in the middle of the garden, God said, You must not eat it or touch it or you will die. No, you will not die, the serpent said to the woman. In fact, God knows that when you eat it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. The woman saw the tree was good for food and a delight to look at 
and that it was desirable for obtaining wisdom, so she took some of its fruit and ate it. She also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it. And then the eyes of both of them were open, and they knew they were naked, so they sewed fig trees, fig leaves together, and made coverings for themselves. And of course, the rest of the chapter goes on with the curse of sin. Now, what happened there is that Satan, excuse me, um, the serpent here, as the scripture describes it, the serpent tempted Eve with the idea that, I mean, think about this. Eve is in the middle of an abundant, overflowing garden where she can eat anything she desires except for one tree. And Satan's temptation here, to boil it down in another helpful way, is you actually don't have abundance. You have scarcity because you can't eat this one fruit right now. God is holding something back from you. God is not sharing with you. God did not share his image with you. God is keeping his image from you. God is holding back. So you better get for yourself or else God is going to take it all. That is the primal temptation. And notice that that choice to consume rather than cultivate, be fruitful and multiply, that choice leads to a curse, leads to death. If you flip over in your Bibles um, later, especially if you're driving, don't do that now, um, because that will be a choice of life and death probably. But if you look in Deuteronomy chapter 30, just before Moses enters the promised land, this is what he, or, or excuse me, just before the Israelites enter the promised land, Moses will not, um, this is what Moses says. He says, or the Lord says through Moses, See, I have set before you today life and good, death and evil. If you obey the commandments of the Lord your God that I command you today by loving the Lord your God, by walking in his ways and by keeping his commandments and his statutes and his rules, then you shall live and multiply and the Lord your God will bless you in the land that you are entering to take possession of it. But if your heart turns away and you will not hear but are drawn away to worship other gods and serve them, I declare to you today that you shall surely perish. Does that sound familiar? You shall not live long in the land that you are going over the Jordan to enter and possess. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore, choose life. City Church, we face in front of us right now a moment where we are going to be tempted to believe that the right way to function is, the, is to believe scarcity, to focus on what is seen, empty aisles in grocery stores, lack of what we want, instead of seeing what we do have, what we have been given. This is a moment to choose life and death. This is a moment at the tree where we can believe that God will provide for us and has given us good things, or we can believe the lie of the cunning serpent who says, no, 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 God is holding something back from you. Take and eat. Be your own God. Worship the way you want to. Live the way you want to. This is Moses standing before the promised land saying, I set before you today life and blessing or death and curse. And then the encouragement from the Holy Spirit through Moses, choose life. Choose Life, because heaven and earth will witness against us today that we have, by the scripture in this moment, 
been set before us, life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore, we choose life. God is with us. God is watching over us. God is providing for us. Therefore, today, choose life. And that means abundance. That means overflowing. That means being fruitful and multiplying. That means using this time not to consume, but to cultivate. Yes, it takes work, but, but that work is blessing and will be blessed by God to bless others. Even in this time, City Church, this is what we are called to, life and blessing, living a life of abundance and generosity and not of scarcity and hoarding. Our church wants to practice this, um, the institution of our church. Um, We are exploring ways right now, very soon, that we will be able to, even in a downturned economy, um, we will be able to give money away to um, support um, people, um, individuals, and also organizations that are helping here. Um, I hope that you will consider, as you give, both um, to individuals in your community, to organizations in our community, um, and also your tithes and offerings to our church, um, that you will operate out of an abundant mindset. And church, remember that we are called to help one another during this time. Again, any needs that you have, um, you can go to our website and submit those there. You can always send an email to elders at boroughcitychurch.com. And remember, any complaints that you ever have, those go straight to Jeremy at boroughcitychurch.com. I'll say that one for clarity. Any complaints you have, go straight to uh, my personal email address, Jeremy at boroughcitychurch.com. Um, all kidding aside, City Church, let's pray this morning. You pray right there in your car or right there in your home or wherever you are. And let's pray now that God in... When what is seen right now is scarcity, let's pray that God would give us eyes to see the unseen, which is the abundance, the generosity, the overflowing that he has for us, not only for ourselves, but to share and give away. Let's be fruitful and multiply. Let's choose life and blessing as we bless others. Let's be silent together before we pray. Heavenly Father, you are so wise. That we will be tempted during this time into a scarcity mindset. That we will be tempted to look at what is seen instead of what is unseen. That we will be tempted to be to have our lives dictated by fear instead of by your loving command to be faithful, to be fruitful, to multiply, to share, to give. So Father, for the people of City Church, for the Christians in Murfreesboro, in Tennessee, um, all around this country and around the world, may your church today be known that in a moment of scarcity, that our focus was not on the seen, what we don't have, rather on what is unseen, what we do have, what we know by faith that we have, that you will provide, that you give good gifts to your children, and that we are not to hold back for any reason, 
from overflowing and giving. Give us a mindset of abundance by your Holy Spirit. As your Holy Spirit, as Romans 8 says, whispers to us, Abba, Father, calls out to us that you are Abba, Father, agrees with our spirit that you are our Father, and you give good gifts to your children. And from that, let us overflow to others. Thank you for your provision, for your love. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. City Church, go and abundantly multiply the gospel.